What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to A Certain Point of View and uh, a special Monday edition of uh, POV. We are here. Uh, we are just a couple days away from the official start of Season 8 of the Movie Trivia Showdown. Um, and we're going to be talking about it tonight. We've got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about. Obviously, a lot of matches came out as far as announcements. Um, and we obviously have a big pay-per-view that is debuting Season 8 on Friday that we'll be discussing as well. But before we get to all that... Um, we're back. It's a it's a it's a day that we usually don't shoot live videos on. How's everybody doing on this Monday? Free day weekend. <laughs> oh yeah, today was the holiday. I forgot. <laughs> well, it for was. some people, I actually had to work today, unfortunately. So. I did not. Yeah. Can I just my, say my job that me, new so. promo is fire. Yeah. Uh, yes. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, that that's a good thing to point out. Uh, David B, you're a god. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for for the POV theme. Um, so cool. Yeah, we threw, threw together a nice little intro there. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. I know it's about a minute long, about 45 seconds longer than typical, but you know what? We enjoy time together, and we enjoy those flashbacks. So, uh, you know, stay, stay with it. Uh, I, missed my, I missed my onesie, my Baby Yoda onesie. I, I do, wear it more. So, it's oh. funny. I was actually thinking about switching, because some, some of them stay on longer than others, and right after that one ends that I clipped it, you actually open up your face. <laughs> and I was thinking about, I was thinking about moving it to, to the end. That way we can see the long version of it. Um, but I didn't do it this time. So I just didn't have time. I just like the waving. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the Jill one too, where you're doing the different faces is pretty good too. <laughs> I, I, I have my finger wag. <laughs> Brian, how you doing, man? How's, uh, how was your weekend? All over the place. Although I got a bunch of packages today, which a couple of them were surprises. So as you can tell, my collection has grown. Oh, you got your Clone Wars. Oh, yeah. Molly, you already got yours. So there's nothing exciting to you. I haven't put uh, them up yet. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm trying not to go crazy. That's really what it is. Because I... the. That we decide apparently our buildings decided that we're going to put construction everywhere and it's going to last all day long. And it's literally, and then my people above me are driving me crazy. I'm just going crazy. So bringing it back in, rolling it back in. Are you on the Hot Mess Express? Uh, I'm the conductor of the Hot Mess Express. (laughs) So, yes. I'm I'm curious to see how it's going to work tomorrow when I'm trying to teach children <laughs> and their construction. Yeah, so I don't remember that. Uh, the re- <laughs> so I, the reason why I didn't include any guest ones in there is because there might be a special one that comes out later with all of our guests. So um, mm. I wanted to keep it simply to us because it is the channel's intro now. Um, so it's just that one will definitely be in there because I do remember that very clearly uh, when that <laughs> happened. Um, all right, well, before we get to uh, anything, I do want to read off a couple streamlines that came over the past couple days since we haven't really been uh, going live. We have two of them. Um, one of them came from Almog, and he had said, this one is for Tobias the Red-Tailed, red-tailed Hawk. Uh, <laughs> and so that was a, that was just number, a couple days ago. And then this one is from Teresa Sky, and she had said, hi, beautiful people. I am from Central Europe and have no oh. knowledge about how fantasy drafts work or ordinary drafts, so I have a question. Let's say you draft Oyama and someone else picks Lawn. Who gets points in final exam wins a match in the Schmodown? We decided um, it's half, right? 
Yeah, so the gentleman who created Manager of the Year had said that it splits the points. Um, and so, uh, like, for, like just for example, say that a win is one point, half a point goes to one person, half a point goes to the other. Uh, and that's how it works. Uh, if we had created our own point system, it might have been different. But the point system for Manager of the Year is actually already in the system. It does it for us. And it's how the actual Schmodown works outside of stuff like that. That's an edit, of course, because teams can be split um, through uh, through the draft process. So hopefully everyone enjoyed that because that was a lot of fun. That was, that was fun. That was an absolute blast. So uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Um, Molly, Molly, did you read the Animorphs books? Like a uh, lot of them? I read a lot of them. I did not read all of them. I like I didn't finish the series because I feel like it started to get really wacky and I just kind of like moved on but I think the first like 10 to 15 books I read which is a lot of books I think I read like five of them I can visually still see the covers did you see them did you watch the movie though no that's the one I I, I watched the Animorphs movie yeah Yeah. that's what I know it by the acolyte is that what the blue blue guys are called I don't even remember now, but it, it was like a Nickelodeon movie, and I had oh. it on VHS. Was hey. the VHS orange? You know, I think it was because I think it's don't that laugh. It's a thing. No, oh, it no is yeah, a, it, it was is. VHSs were orange. I think it, all the sure. Nickelodeon stuff was orange. Damn guys, yeah. <laughs> it was. Jesus. Don't fight me on my orange VHS. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I think I, I think all my Rugrats ones were. Uh, yeah, like all the so. Nicktoons were orange VHSs. Anyway, another POV random. <laughs> well, now I'm trying to find the actual videotape, and I can't find the actual videotape. It's just the cover. I'm, I'm saying hi to Robert Parker in the chat. Hi, Robert hi, Parker. Robert Parker. Oh, hi. oh, hey. Um, okay, so before we get to any kind of discussion this morning, I do want to bring up uh, a uh, super chat that we got from Mr. Tim Sim. Um, mm. Kind of relates to what we're getting, what we're getting to. Can we talk about how Laura Kelly has her own Twitter emote, uh, sharing one with the LA gor- gor- gorillas? Gorillas? Oh yeah, that so, yeah. It just looks. It's gorillas. Yeah. It's like gorillas. From the Call of Duty League. Um, she did a hashtag lights out, and it's thank it's, you, thank you, Tim. By the way, thank you. It's the LA gorillas. I don't know what it's from, but it might have been spelled it differently. Like, like just, gorilla warfare, I guess. Yeah, it looks just like a person in a cape with no face and just some eyes. So well, it looks cool. like Spider Gwen, kind of. It does look I, like Spider Gwen. That's what I thought it was. Let me. First. I need to take a closer look at this. And I was like, hold on, Laura gets her own emote, and I don't. What the <laughs> heck? Wait a second. But it just—I think it was just a coincidence. You're, <laughs> and I don't I don't know if this you would like this email, but when you when you had the great hashtag of I am the Maverick, it should just be a Maverick's helmet from Top Gun. Oh, see now I was thinking a pair of aviators. No, it should be the helmet. Because the helmet's iconic with the red and blue stripes. For a Schmodown no. heel, a pair of aviators is pretty on point. Yeah, I need to How many people wear sunglasses. How many people wear them? <laughs> I'm can't, so not me. It messes up my makeup, so I don't wear them, but I would get a pair just to film promos in. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> uh, we quickly just got another Streamlabs, uh, and this one's from Mr. Ferris Muthana, and he simply says, Hi, Hello. Fer- Hi, Hi, Ferris. Oh, thank you, Ferris, for that. Uh, much appreciated. Uh, as Christina says, not enough stars playing this weekend, but I'm rooting for you, Molly. There you go. Um, all right, that's a good segue into what we're going to be getting into. Let's let's talk about this, because we're, we're going to start off with talking pay-per-view here, uh, and I'll bring this up. The undercard 
Um, even though it's really a double main event, the undercard much. is uh, we have Laura Kelly versus uh, our Molly Damon here yeah. on POV. Uh, and then it's followed up by Chandru Dhanapani versus Mara Kanapik for the IG title, uh, which is massive, obviously. Um, well, uh, we're not going to spend too much time on the undercard, obviously, because we're all biased. I mean, let's be clear. Um, <laughs> but I do, I do want to ask, Molly, how, how are you feeling going into Friday? Are you excited i mean you're playing lore for the very first time it's obviously a very hyped up match mm-hmm. uh, something that's a lot of people been wanting uh how are you feeling every schmodown i do i feel better and better so i'm feeling pretty good uh loving the dungeon so far shout out to parker who tweets me or not tweets me texts me random trivia uh <laughs> but yeah uh, i'm feeling really good like I said, the the more I play, the better I get, the more confident I get. So, I just I just want to play this game like as much as possible. So and, yeah, stoked! <laughs> I'm gonna get that belt, man. I'm gonna it's get gonna it. So, yeah. It's gonna be so weird because we always watch pay per views together. So it's gonna be so weird with just like me, Brian, Jake, and then Sean, obviously, while you're not there, but we're like watching you. Like it's gonna be really trippy. And then she's gonna pop in. We're all gonna lose it and pop champagne everywhere. Uh, <laughs> True. Yeah. I will say I was very happy. Spray because... the screens and all our cameras go yes. down. Sure. <laughs> sure. I'll sp- I'll spray my microphone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, excuse me, my microphone. Don't eat <laughs> exactly. That's what I mean. It's worth it, guys. It's worth it for the content. <laughs> I will say I, I, we added to the intro real quick if that happened. <laughs> I will say I was quite uh pleased with Skybound's delivery service because I'm ready for <gasps> Friday as well. I'm hoping mine comes before Friday. I got a dungeon t shirt as well. I'm hoping it comes before Friday. I'm as long as my corruption hoodie comes before March 4th, I'm golden. <laughs> I got my, I mean, I, I got my other one too. But, I'm really, <laughs> <laughs> but right now, it's all about the dungeon. <laughs> but right now, yes, it's all about Molly and the dungeon. I mean, the dungeon is. Uh, the best faction just hands down they're the best Ooh, a lot of our uh a lot of our members here are Ooh, Ooh leo a, a lot Coming of swagaholics in here i'm interested in what chuck's gonna say because chuck is he the just biggest... said it right there <laughs> oh i missed it i missed it the only drip drip you're gonna hear oh, is yeah. the tears yeah. on the floor oh <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. Tears. Oh, that got me. That was a good one. Fire, <laughs> straight fire. Love um. It. All right. Well, let's let's move on from the undercard and talk about uh the second big one of the night, and that is the IG title match. Um, it's look, we were we were supposed to get an IG title match to begin the year last year. Unfortunately, due to circumstances that ha- that with Mara just wasn't able to happen, and now she comes back a year later. And it's happening. She's kicking off season eight uh, and going up against Chandru Dandapani for a brand new faction. She is uh, for the dungeon as well. It's a swag versus dungeon night, which is uh, which is crazy. Um, oh my god! It just literally hit my brain. Laura doesn't feel like a swag member, obviously. Swag versus dungeon. <laughs> yeah, for she, both she... matches. <laughs> for, like I don't know. I don't know why it's still not in my brain that Mara is in the dungeon. Because she's like, evil. Oh, Mara? Oh, I was Mara. thinking. No, Mara. I know. Obviously, I know Molly's. Like, it still hasn't, like, because Molly will always say, like, oh, Mara, like, Mara's great. And then, but, like, it hasn't, like, 
clicked in my brain. So it, I literally just now realized it is swag versus dungeon for both of these matches. Yeah. So wow. uh, it, we, we have Winston versus Kaiser, uh, a back-to-back match and kicking off season eight. Let's talk about it a little bit and maybe throw our predictions out there. And it's the first time we're seeing Mara in a very long time. She seems extremely ready. Uh, but Chandru has proven himself uh, the last couple matches, and he obviously defended the belt uh, very strongly at Spectacular. Um, and he right now, he's the defending champion who a lot of people think that he could defend the belt for a, a very long time. We don't know what Mark Konopic we're going to get because we haven't seen her in so long. It's a different kind of game. But has that time away strengthened her even more so than she was before? Jill, what do you think? I... I think so. I, I think a lot of people are going to say, oh, Ring Rust is going to get her. I don't think that's going to exist with Mara because it's, it's, she, even like when she was competing a year ago, she never had a bad match. Like mm-hmm. any of her matches, she was phenomenal in every single one of her matches. And I think just this time away, I can only imagine she's just been studying knowing that she is going to be coming back if anything i think this time away helped more than hurt her so i am very excited to see just how well she's going to do in her big huge comeback for this title shot that she's taken and i can't wait to see the audience reaction with how much ass she's going to kick this season (laughs) (laughs) i think there's going to be a lot of that coming from mara (laughs) Yeah, I would agree with you. And and Mar- Mara was she when she was playing, she was probably my favorite player to watch. Oh, like, ha- oh, she was mine. Hands the, down. the way that she approached the game was very different from a lot of players that were currently playing at that time. Um, and she she wasn't a character. She obviously had a nickname and stuff, but she was very much herself on camera. Her um, and Cushing were like, yeah. And I mm-hmm. I'm extremely interested to see how she is now on camera. Like, is it kind of portrayed as like a redemption tour slash revenge tour, or is she coming in as the Brown Dwarf star and going to just be herself up against someone like Chandra, who is very much a heel in the league. Um, Is it going to be that heel versus hero type of feel, or is it going to be like a heel versus I'm a hero most of the time, but if you antagonize me or push me, I'm going to kind of come after you a little bit. Will she have that little bite? Uh, But I do agree that, um, I, I think I think she's going to be coming in hot, and I don't. I think she, people should be really afraid of her. They should be really afraid of her because, like like you said, Jill, the time away might have really helped her. Um, she's been away for over two years now. Imagine all the it's studying been that she's over two doing. years. Yeah, imagine all of the studying that she could be doing, and she's obviously been helping the goat train. That's a big deal too. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Brian? Uh, I cannot wait for this one. I, I just, I can't wait for her to like for Chandru to just like try his games and her just be like, okay. <laughs> like it just like, well, we kind of saw that in spectacular too in the clip. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And I'm just saying, she's just like, it's this is the type she's not the player that this is going to work on like like it may work on most people but all the nonsense or whatever she's just going to be like okay and then just rack up 
points. And I'm curious to see if because of that, it it rattles Chandru. So that would be interesting to see like the typical like Healy type thing actually gets the cage rattled a little bit when their stuff's not working. So I'm very excited to see this one. What about you, Molly, being your uh, faction mate? Uh, well, I won't give away any insider info, but I've seen Mara training a little bit, just a glimpse. I mean, like she's probably been training a lot over the past two years. Uh, but yeah, if I were Chandru, I would be very, very afraid. <laughs> and I don't think ring rust is a thing for her because like I you said, either. she's been working with Dan this whole time. She knows this game. She's, she's beaten some of the best of the best in IG. Uh, and she just, her brain just like works differently than I think most people's brains. And she can just pull stuff like this. And I'm just, I, I'm so excited to once the live stuff is over on Friday to go back and watch her match because yeah, just her coming back uh, into the league is really exciting. I don't think she ever stopped really studying. I don't I exactly. Don't. Yeah. I think, I think she's the type of person that even when she's not flashcard studying, it's still being logged. Yeah. And mm -hmm. that's, that's terrifying. <laughs> It really is. And, yeah. Well, and, and on the flip side, because we do have to talk about him as well, but but Chandru is very similar, right? He, oh, absolutely. He is, he is very much kind of that same approach that she had um, a few years ago when she was playing. I'm very interested in, and we always talk about, oh, the wheel is going to come into play. Like, of course it is. This is a five-rounder, though. It's a little bit different. And we're getting brand new categories that we've never seen before in IG. That's How is that going to play into this? Because... We don't know who's good at what in these brand new things like um, like, you know, if it's the Planet of the Apes or the the Back to the Futures or something random that was put together for a category in IG that we haven't have never seen or thought of before. How is someone like Chandra going to handle it? How is someone like Mar going to handle it? And how are they going to play it against each other specifically? Like, say, if someone lands on if opponent's choice is on the wheel, which I don't know if it will be. Um how do they play that? Or like for the betting round, we've talked about it. It was one of Jill's questions for the rookies. If you're okay at the category, what do you do? Like that's a big part of this game. Mm -hmm. I don't yeah. even think. Go ahead. I was going to say, uh, Chandru has absolutely proven himself and he has insane knowledge. I think equal to maybe Mara, <laughs> but yeah, I think it might come down to these new categories and also, whether or not <clears throat> the belt has gotten to his head. Like he may be a little bit overconfident going into this match. So that, that could be something that could mess with his mind a little bit. Um, but yeah, I think, I, I think it's going to come down to these new categories and just uh, the super deep dive IG level questions. Yeah. I don't even think it's going to be a specific thing. I think it's just going to be maybe a missed question. Yeah, like one one or it. two. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to I'm not 
going to go out and say that they're going to have like perfect games, but I don't think the wheel is going to make a difference. I don't think uh, betting round is going to make a difference. I don't think uh, speed round is going to make a difference. See, I, I will. I will argue speed round because we haven't seen Mara in the new speed round. I don't and think that's her. And to be fair, Chandru murdered speed round at spectacular. Yeah. He, did. He, he was scary at spectacular and speed run, but how are the questions different this time? That's the big thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, she's I'm, been training that new speed round. I can tell you guys like for sure. She knows it backwards and forwards, uh, but yeah, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't think it's just a matter of who slips, I think. And it's not even going to be like, category oh i got a crap category in round two it's just going to be who misses a question here and there and that's going to be it i feel like this match in terms of like what could happen it's going to be very comparable to like a like a star wars championship match where if someone misses one question it's like ooh, that's potentially game over it's it's like the ace lore match in the in the tournament last year yeah where she or missed that one, the first one rounder. By one year. That was the game. I think this could very much be a very similar situation. And I, I hope it's, I almost hope that it's not. I mean, this is just like the player in me coming out, but like people having perfect games should not happen as often as it does. I Especially I with Star Wars. Uh, the, I mean, all my love to the writers you guys have heard me talk about how I just want harder questions yes. period because we've gotten so many perfect games and I'm like, I would rather it not go perfect. Yeah. I, I end up in overtime. So I agree with you. I do agree. <laughs> and I think, I think that's, what's beneficial with these new wheel slices that we're getting with IG. I think yeah. that's really going to make the playing field a little bit more even, I guess is a, kind of a good word I'm looking for with that because it makes it, it's different now because there's all of these new things that are going to be potentially asked, which they haven't been studying for the past three plus years. You know, it's, it's a completely new territory. And that's a good point. Like how does it change the first round specifically? Cause we know that in the past, the first round has always been set up. Like, you know, you get your Marvels, your MCUs, your DCs, your DCUs, your star Wars, et cetera. Same thing with like singles and, and even star Wars as well. How do they fluctuate? Because they have all these categories to choose from. Is it going to change every time? Is it going to be a set 10? Is it going to be a set 15 that they ra- that they randomize? Like, what is the process of doing that? Yeah. And could a very surface level question of a franchise that someone may not know s- stump them to a point where it costs them the match in the very first round? And I think there's potential for that in the new IG division because of what all of these potential new slices could potentially be like it's 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 going to be very interesting and we all get to see how it plays out for this first championship match. yeah serious <laughs> what a pay-per-view man i mean goodness oh. goodness it's be wild. Uh, make sure i've got my <laughs> champagne for this one down here <laughs> sure i have champagne to deal with the craziness it's going to be the ig match i'm just happy that it's it's three women opening that the season is effing great <laughs> like yes yeah exactly yes. the yeah two women for the very first 
number one contenders match for the Star Wars division. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's yeah, it's so exciting. <laughs> let's let's keep that. Let's keep that going, please. Let's because <laughs> I we I don't think we've had anything like that before. Like really, since the Shire Wolves have been playing, you yeah. know. So that's that in itself is like game changer for this season. So keep it. Uh, we got a question here in the comments from uh, from the king himself, uh, Mr. Jeffrey Khan. Uh, over under for challenges on Friday, one point five. I'm gonna say for the for the whole day, a whole day, whole day. Yeah, let's 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 put it at the whole day. I um, hope there's no challenges. I don't honestly. Think- <laughs> I don't think there's going to be any in Star Wars. I think there I will be so one. I think there will be one in IG for sure. I, I, I will say if there is a challenge in Star Wars, it will be a challenge that both Molly and Laura would both agree with. Yeah. Like, as yeah. In like, yeah. Like, it wouldn't be like some petty challenge. It would be like, yeah, that's like a, a not canon. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Oh, I'm back. There we go. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it'll be. It'll be like. I feel like if there is a challenge, I think it'll be maybe something like that where both agree, but nothing petty. I don't think there's going to be any petty duh, challenges. Am I? I just, hope not. Sean, go? get off the internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I a mean, a little bit, Jill. You're you're frozen at the moment, but that's okay. And so my match with with Adam Wood, I feel like, has made everyone feel like. Star Wars matches for are just going to be full of challenges from now on. <laughs> and I will say like none of those challenges were my decision. That was like that was Sam being like, "Hey, I'm going to step in and I'm going to challenge this." And I was like, "Uh, okay. Uh fine, I guess." And like I wasn't even thinking about challenges during that game, but yeah. I mean, there's there's always a chance that they will give you a star wars question that is like really iffy and the only person yeah the only person that would know that it's really iffy are the competitors and so then it's like well maybe maybe they'll just throw the question out and give us a new one one where it would be a question where they would just throw it out if anything yeah but we'll see i don't think there's (laughs) If, if anything, that's what it would be, but I, I don't think there's going to be. I would be surprised if we see any challenges. Um, I mean, I have to think about Ace's challenge with his match against Alex about hyperfuel uh, and and all that stuff being resources. Like, to me, knowing that whole text from that opening I would say mm, that challenge is obviously going to get thrown out. Yeah. But he was struggling. So mm-hmm. I think if you're behind and you're struggling and you want to throw a Hail Mary challenge, I say go for it. Oh, heck yeah. Because you never know. It could potentially. PJ's happen. cursing you out right PJ's now. PJ's like, no, to home. <laughs> He's shaking his fist in the air at you. Yeah. Yeah. I'll- um, okay, I do want to bring up one comment. It's actually a kind of cool little stat here. Uh, this is the first time ever that a live event has been IG and Star Wars in one event, which is really cool. That just goes to show you how what the popular matches were mm-hmm. last year, mm-hmm. last season. <laughs> I'm sure we'll be, I'm sure we'll see a lot more of those with the uh, with the class of players this year for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. 
All right, let's go ahead and shift gears here away from the pay-per-view. We're not going to be previewing um, all the matches that were announced uh, over the last two weeks or so. We'll preview those in the shows leading up to those matches. Uh, that way we can kind of dive into them a little bit more rather than just firing off who we think is going to win and lose. Um, so what we're going to do here is we're going to talk a little bit th throughout the season. We're going to preview like the entire season and kind of give our idea of, of players that we think are going to stand out the most. And we're going to start with the – most basic of questions here and just start with uh, who, which player or players we think could, could really make an impact this year could have a big, a big season. Um, all of what Jeff Snyder did last year of how well he played uh, the chance Ellison's of how well he played last year, the Paul Yama the year he won the belt. We're not picking people who could possibly win a belt, but people who we think could really get a number of wins who may have been struggling last year, or the year before, um, and really kind of make their stamp in the league in the showdown. That's where we'll start, and we'll get into some other stuff later. Um, but, Brian, I'm going to start with you on this one. Uh, do you have a name or two or maybe even three people who you think that you could see? You're going to make me tell, say all of them at the same time? No, 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 no. no. Just if, if you have one, one main person, you're like, I could really see this person just – succeeding and stand like putting their foot in the game this year in 2021 winning a bunch of matches maybe going far to tournament or giving themselves giving themselves a, a shot at the title who who is the first person that comes to mind um well i mean i'm very excited about rookies this year i that's think the next that, question so keep don't say don't do anything i know that's i wasn't <laughs> okay. going to um so i'll uh, so i'm i'm very excited to see what comes out of that as far as returning players, um, there are a few that I'm really excited to see because they really didn't get to kind of show themselves off last year, especially if they were an early round uh, person in a tournament. Um, so there, there are quite a few that I'm really excited to see. Um, I'm very curious to see how James White is. I mean, he kind of got thrown around last year. He was on one team, then went to another, and um, <laughs> then he goes up against Frank Moran and then Bibbs. So it's like, okay, well, that's that stinks. That that's a rough go. Um, I'm actually very excited to see uh, Vinny. I think Vinny is going to be someone that is going to have some, uh, a nice chance to, to kind of show us what he's got. And he did, he did good last year too. Um, and I think that he's going to be someone that I'm kind of excited to see. Um, and I'm actually really excited uh, to see Sabrina play too. I think uh, her on the Mercs is a very fun, good fit for her. Um, so those are, I mean, I don't want to say literally all of them cause we're all going to say a bunch of people, but, um, just off the top of my head, those, those are some that I'm actually really excited to see. I kind of went more for ones that we didn't get to see very much of That's last fair. year. That's fair. Um, because there were a lot of personalities that, I mean, I got to know through social media and stuff and I'm like, Oh, I really want to see them play. And they only got a match because they got stuck up against a Bibbs or uh, I mean, Sabrina and Vinny played against each other. So it, and so that automatically took one of them out. 
So um, it's funny because they're kind of like almost like the rookies from last year that didn't really get a shot. Those are probably the returning people that I'm kind of looking forward to the most this year and seeing what happens from them. Because, I mean, they didn't really get their their full shot at a season um, because of COVID, obviously. So the, just a couple of names. Those ones definitely popped to my head. Uh, Jill, what about you? Um, obviously, Sean Sullivan is going to be making waves this season. Uh, <laughs> let's be real. Um, and I, like that's not even me just being biased. Um, he's I he lot he got kicked out of the tournament last year because he missed two questions, like two. He I think people need to be watching out for Sean. He's we all saw him on the LGR interview. He's got <laughs> he's got fire in him, man. He's he's ready to uh, kick butt and take names. You know he's uh, prepping for his announced match March fourth. So we're 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 studying for that right now, but he's definitely someone I think that's going to be uh, making waves this season. And I've already I've said this before. Um, the person who I think is going to be comeback player of the year this season is Paul Preston. Um, Paul Preston, in my opinion, is one of those players that just had a bad bad. He just had bad luck last season. He really didn't have any. Well, he got TKO'd, but he he like but still like he's one of those players where it's just he just got unlucky. But he has the knowledge and he has the gameplay and that to really take it to that next level. And I think Paul Preston's really going to do that this season. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't consider her a, a comeback player, but because she killed it last season. But Liz Shannon Miller mm-hmm. would not at all be surprised if we see mm-hmm. her with a belt this year. Mm-hmm. Would not at all be surprised if we see her with a belt. I would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, Molly, what about you? I, I was also going to talk about Lishana Miller, even though she did do so well uh, in the tournament. Like, I think she's only going to get better. And now that she's on the suspects, I think that's a great place for her. She, you know, might team up with Ethan. I think she is going to be a big force to be reckoned with um, this season. Uh, I'm looking through names right now. Paul Preston was another one that I had uh, that I was thinking is going to do amazing things this year. Uh, Jen Kemp. Yes. I really see her. A lot her. of people are high on her. I, I see her doing I so, her so well. We're <laughs> sleeping on Jen. There. Yeah. yeah. I feel like every match I watched of hers, including the one of her against Alex, she would just get like one or two questions that were like, like confusing or just like it just like weird questions that may have i don't know slowed her down a little bit but i think she's gonna come in this year with some fire she crushed um, star trek and who crushes star trek like exactly right? exactly nerds. Yeah. Nerds. <laughs> the absolute nerds of nerds yes <laughs> and i mean that as a compliment yeah and then uh uh the I'm I'm trying to stay away from my own faction, but I will say yeah. one uh, Whitney Seibold. Ooh, yes. yeah, finally he could finally be in a spot where he thrives, and he's had such bad luck. Yes, such bad luck. That's, and that's I, the thing. I'll, I'll add another one to your faction. Who uh, I believe Rachel mentioned in the chat, Robert Parker. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'll let you talk. <laughs> okay, more about Robert, go go ahead. But, talk about Robert Parker. But, I mean, Robert was 
a, a quote unquote the golden child of last uh, season. Like he was yep. He's after a precious little after baby. Spets, he was uh, Kaiser's first pick, and it luck just wasn't on his side in that IG tournament. But we all saw his first match. Yeah. But but all people remember is the fact that he got kicked out of the IG tournament, and I th- I think that's going to change this season. I will say that. Yeah. I, I absolutely agree about Parker. <laughs> for Parker sure. yeah. Parker's going to be scary to look out for. Mm-hmm. He Because he, as of right now, I mean, obviously Mara's going for, for the IG belt, but Parker was one of the kept three, and he was the lead kept three for the dungeon. He's He was the only returner returning player for the dungeon out of those three, side-by-side uh, side with Ben Bateman and Dan Merle, which is crazy. Um, and, yeah, I, I think that he is – I mean, he's had what the IG tournament was like last August, somewhere around there, September. He got knocked out in the second round, and he's had all that time to study. And, <laughs> like, and I and, know Robert; he did not stop study. <laughs> yeah, and and, yeah. and he's he's a single division guy, mm-hmm. uh, very much like a lot of the Star Wars people are, and and you know he doesn't have to worry about the dramas or the directors or stuff. He's worrying about Lord of the Rings. He's worrying about. Planet of the Apes and all these. I don't think he's worrying about Lord of the Rings. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. But I'm sure they're going to. I think that's that's one he's not worried about. I'm sure only if he plays Alex. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) if he plays against Alex, then he needs to worry about some uh, Lord of the Rings. I'm I'm sure that they're going to want to, or they're they're probably going to try to throw him some curveballs in in Lord of the Rings just because of the way that he performed in in the. If they have any other questions left to ask, that's very true. Maybe once. I think maybe once I win the Star Wars belt, maybe Alex will have a, a fire lit under him for, for IG. <laughs> maybe. He might just want to move on. This heel Molly's starting to come out, man. I know. That's not full heel. Halfway two, heel. Hashtag halfway the, heel. Two belts in the Damon household. People would, people would just despise that so much. <laughs> <laughs> because it's gonna be, have to, they're gonna have to be, uh, they're gonna have to ship them all the way to Atlanta. They're gonna have to keep them, them on the side of the country. I will gladly take them. <laughs> I, I will throw them in a suitcase and I will deliver them myself. I'll be like, there you go. I mean, <laughs> it's either it's either we end up with two belts or Dan and Mara end up with two belts. Yeah, <laughs> and they're not that either far way, away. The dungeon wins, and they're not that far away. <laughs> um, if you have two belts, your group Grogu's gonna need a little belt. Little belt, yeah. We saw that little belt in the reaction we did. Where's that little? Where's that little tiny? Where's that little tiny belt we did in the reaction? Um, (laughs) So since since uh, Parker was mentioned, and I was going to bring up Liz Shannon Miller as well, uh, but I wanted to bring up um, uh, Brennan the Kid Meyer. I think that he over the last few years, ever since he got KO'd by Ben Bateman in the singles tournament. He has slowly become like this force to be reckoned with um, in the league in general. Obviously, he's paired with Bibiani, and Shazam is a massive team inside the team's division. We won't see that for a little while, but let's not forget that there's two people that took Dan or uh, took Adam Collins to the like the break or the the brink of losing last year. Dan Merle did it spectacular in overtime, and Brennan the Kid Meyer did it in overtime in the tournament. Um, we were one or two questions away from Adam Collins not being the champion last year because of the kid. Uh, he he's literally like just like right there every single time. Um, I do see him going, getting to a point where 
he either gets a number one contender shot or he gets that title shot up against whether it's Adam Collins or whoever has the belt at that time. I'm, I'm thinking Adam Collins because it would be a really cool story to kind of have them face each other again after the match they had. Um, but I, I would see him kind of – I feel like he's just – he's he's there. He, he's finally there after being kind of like this young blood in the league for a little while, learning under Bibiani. You know, that, that's a big thing, obviously. Um, and then it the other comes part, down to his Canadian internet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm sure it's up for this season. I'm sure, I'm sure Christian was like, you better get your – you know what internet going. <laughs> Otherwise I'm not going to let you play in this league anymore. Um, but the other person I wanted to bring up is someone who's returning very similar tomorrow, but that is Drew McWeeny. Uh, I, I was a big fan of Drew McWeeny when he first came in the league, he was touted. I mean, his nickname is the Godfather. He was touted as like the next big thing. Um, I don't know what he's going to be like, obviously, but it seems after the free agency special that he is very much uh, just honed in on, almost like a revenge tour in a way. Uh, he called out Ben Bateman, right? He, he's coming for Bateman. He's coming for the belt. He has his former teammate as his manager now, which is a big deal. He's playing alongside people like Ethan and Liz Shannon Miller, which is huge. Um, and so I have a feeling that he could make a big, giant impact on what the singles division is like this year. Um, it's going to be very interesting. If he's like old Drew McWeenie, he'll be 50-50 where it's off and on. But I have a feeling he might put it all together this year. And again, that's that's me saying that without seeing him in the last couple of years or last year because he was I think it was early last year he retired. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, that's a year full of studying for him, and he's he's an actual reporter. He's a writer for film, and so that's a big deal. We saw it with Jeff Snyder last year. He do it again. I mean, someone can do it again last year. He can be the Snyder of this year. Who knows? Um, it'll be very interesting to see. Um, and I know a lot of people are talking about someone like Ben Goddard in the chat and and video Drew. Um, you know, there, there's some other names being thrown on. There's definitely some, there's a lot of people that we could see make a big impact, but the ones we mentioned are kind of the biggest. So let's go ahead and move uh, a shift a little bit and move on to the rookie side of this. Um, we got the chance to talk to a lot of them on the channel with a lot of interviews. Uh, we, we chatted with 30 rookies or something like that. Um, a lot of them. And so we have, a, we have a good idea of who we could possibly see making, um, or, or just playing well throughout the season, kind of having the best year. And the question I posed to you guys was, which rookie do you see having the best year in 2021? And it could be someone in Star Wars, IG, singles. It can be any of them. Um, Molly, I'll go, I'll go back to you on this one. Uh, which rookie is kind of like the big highlight to you out of, all, out of this entire class? I mean, I hate to sound biased once again, <laughs> but... It's going to be one of the Dragon Con players, and it's going to be my friend Zach Burkett. Yeah. Uh, he is he is scary. He's he's just got, like I, I keep talking about, he's got one of those brains. Everything sticks. Uh, and he he has he's actually been watching the Schmodown for a little while. Like, he's been, <clears throat> yep, he's been hearing me talk about the Schmodown for, for forever. Um. Yeah, it's just he's he's gonna blow through a tournament. I mean, unless he comes up to me. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> all the all the Dragon Con rookies, I'm so excited to see them play in the Schmodown, but <laughs> I am I love him. <laughs> I am especially <clears throat> excited for, for Mr. Zach Burkett, if I had to pick one. Yeah, Zach was on my mind too. And the reason why he's on he's on my mind so much is I know he's Star Wars, but 
The dude can play in four divisions. Literally yeah. Yeah. play in four divisions on top of playing something like a horror free for all. Oh, horror free for all. Like five in a way. So it's like, I hope he gets into the horror free for all. Like, dude, he's he's probably more excited to to he's more excited to study for a horror tournament <laughs> than anything else because he's it's like different. Like, yeah, he's like, oh, I have to watch more horror movies. Oh no! Oh like, no! It's like his second favorite thing in the world. Um, but yeah, I, I can't see, I can't wait to see what he does in this tournament. So since it, it, I mean, I'm not calling it a bias decision, but maybe it can come off as a bias decision. Do you have another rookie? Can we say more than one? Yeah. yeah I know we all love the rookies, but I can want we each, we each, said, we each said three for the last one. Can we at least do three? I'll give you two. I'm, I'll give I'm, you two. I might, well, I might cheat. I'm going to My, cheat. my other rookie. <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> my my other rookie pick is Paige. Yeah, Paige for Betty. I I really yeah. like her as a, as the a character. Boston badass. Yes. Boston badass. Yeah, Love I like. I, I, I can't wait to see her character. Oh, give me that shirt and I will buy it immediately. <laughs> yeah, I think she's got the fire. I think she's got the drive. I think she's got the knowledge. Uh, yeah, that, I'm that I'm like more of that, please. <laughs> Yeah, she's ready to to play a character. She's, I'm excited for her. Mm -hmm. uh, Brian, I'll go right back to you. Um, I'm actually very curious. With I mean, Zach is definitely. I'm gonna try to pick people that aren't mentioned, but Zach is definitely one of mine. Um, I agree with that, Rachel. Um, I'm actually very curious about a few people but since jake's being a jerk and only letting us pick two i'm trying to okay so i have that as one Brian, of mine just reveal your pick i i literally just told you and you interrupted <laughs> oh, Mars one okay, okay okay yeah um he is one of mine and it sucks because probably out of ig the two i'm most excited about is jesse and maru and they're playing That's each other the in the beginning. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, they, they're I, the first official match of like the season. Like the pay-per-views are obviously happening, but they're the, the first, actual first official match that's released for season eight. Wow. Yeah. And like, those were two, like those were probably my two IG rookies that I was looking forward to the most. And then they put against each other and I'm like, <laughs> well, great. I don't, Thanks. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not rooting for, for a single person in that one. I'm I hope they both do well. So <laughs> I, I don't know how to pick that one. Um and then um I'm actually uh very curious about um Jacob Blunden. Yeah. I love a former family champ. I am corruption is only rookie. Yeah, I don't know which ones are from fan links and which ones aren't, but like the fan leaguers they know their stuff. Yep. Uh, we all know I love a good accent. And <laughs> his is the best kind, which is Australian. Uh, sorry, Reefton. Uh, Reefton, so, I love you. We'll get yeah. messages from Reefton later. What the heck? your accent, Reefton. Yeah. <laughs> um, He's going to hate us. I know. He's There's always a special place in my heart for Reefton. Um, but yeah, I, I mean... A fan league champion. That that alone, you've got my interest. Um, 
put him on corruption. Now you've piqued my interest heavily. <laughs> so not just because that's one of my favorite factions, the teamwork and the building that corruption does with their players is very scary. So putting those two together, I'm like, okay, now you really have my attention with put it, all the kind of combos that make a good player. So I have my eye on, on that one. So yeah, I said, I technically said three, but <laughs> all right, Jill, you can cheat your way through this question. What do you got? So I'm going to cheat. Uh, my first is going to be a collective and they are commonly known as the fan league Four. Ah! <laughs> back to back. You're doing it to me, man. Uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. So um, I'm going to consider that one of my, I was going to mention one, but that's in general. Um, there's a reason why they're called the fan league Four. you know, they have their own little name for each other. So that I need Brian Ward to use the fantastic four F and make them some type of a fan league fourth thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The thing is that they're all on different factions. I know, but I still need it. Um, but fan league four, I'm very interested in. That's a great um, point too. Real quick, Jill, they have Zach, Christina and Jacoby. Yeah. Is Peggy Peggy's the only one that's not in the stars, correct? No, uh Amaru's on the suspects. Peggy's on the den. Peggy's on the den. Okay. And Amaru's on the suspects. Got Amaru it, was it. Sam's first pick. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. My first pick is four people. So let I said I was gonna cheat. Yeah, uh, seriously. My I'm also just because this kid is a complete <clears throat> mystery to me, and I'm very intrigued with that, is Brother Lomas. <laughs> Like, because we don't know anything about him. Like, anything. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> don't call me out like that. Come um, on, Brian. Make it happen. So, Brother Lomas, I'm very interested in just because we don't know anything about him other than the fact that Christian has, like, praised his graces. And he's also done some back and forth with Sean because the saint and the brother thing, it, it works. Um, <laughs> it works. It works. And then also I put them on my draft board. I have had people message me directly praising this kid as the next big thing. And that's Jeffrey Kahn. The king. Uh, the king. Jeffrey Kahn. The uh, king. <laughs> so very, very, very interested to see what he can do. If there's one person that makes me cheer for the Finstock Shane, it's going to be that Jeffrey. man right there. <laughs> it's con so yep. yeah I, there's but and that's not to dismiss any of the other rookies like i am we have a bunch of rookies this season for a freaking reason oh. you know? <laughs> i forgot everybody has access <laughs> I, I, I didn't touch it that wasn't me that was uh, me but, but we we have so many rookies this season for a reason you know like they're not just on here for just funs and giggles you know it's they're here to play the game so it's a uh, it's true it's true. <laughs> Honestly, friend. like, I'm so excited for every single. They're literally not a rookie that I'm not excited to watch compete this year. Because I think they're all straight white hot fire. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. they're all going to. They're also all massive nerds. They all well. they have all watched the Schmodown and said, I want to get into that nonsense. So, like, that right there. Like kudos to y'all because I'm like I get two points a freaking match and I'm so no, so it, all these rookies just 
Yeah. If Power. I get double digits in a singles match, I'm like, like I give me the belt. <laughs> I'm standing up for the singles division. We're in. Make make me a special belt. Yeah. It's gonna be the anyway. Singles minor league right here. <laughs> I'll give you like a Dragon Con trophy. It'll be a printed piece of paper. A piece of paper. <laughs> Molly Damon got 10 points in a singles tournament. And I'll Is it sign. at least like hardy stock paper? Is it'll it it'll be, I'll, yeah. I'll yeah. do you one better. I will laminate it. Mm. <laughs> well, then it'll last forever if it's laminated. Yeah. Um. All right. So since everybody kind of just went off the rails and picked however many they wanted to, um, I'm gonna. I picked three. I picked three, but I can't keep going. Joe, you There's picked six. Technically, it was the family four is a collective. Okay, <laughs> six. Um, I mean, I can keep going. So the lot. the one that I do want to bring up because I'm very interested in this idea of changing the way that the game is looked at, and that is Felix Morit with Schmoneyball. Yeah. That's because yeah. you're an A's fan. So I just I so we talked to two people who had an incredible outlook on their perceptive of the Schmodown. One of them was Felix, um, and he talked about Schmoneyball. One of them, unfortunately, wasn't drafted, and that was Ross Arsenault. And he talked about oh. basically the mathematics side of, of Schmodown. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Felix is very much bringing this different style of play because he's trying he, – he's, he's essentially calculating what's happening is, is what yeah. he's doing. Um, and he's thinking of it ahead of time and, and going in to a match, not prepped just study-wise – but also very, I don't know. It's there's not really I don't know really a word for it. Just prepped in a way that isn't just studying. Um, he's looking at the analytics side of it. He's looking at what spun more, what spun less. What are the chances of a question being at this point compared to this point? Um, it's very scientific um, compared to a lot of a lot of people. And I'm I'm extremely interested in seeing how that plays into movie trivia because that those two things you wouldn't think coincide, but it. They could be a match made in heaven. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but I, I am also interested in someone who's been brought up a lot recently, especially here on this channel on, on Friday's fantasy draft. But this Griffin Newman character. Yeah. Um, who is he? Who is Griffin Newman? Is he on the exchange too? He's on the exchange, but he okay. was their first pick in the in the in round right. one of the draft. That's right. Um first pick. Why why? Why did they draft him at high? Like, what? What is? It? He's a singles player, but apparently he is someone who can probably play all four divisions. From what they've been saying, um, I know nothing about the guy. But and look, we we talk about the exchange at a certain level of, of you know just stuff with Vince Talk and Roca and all these these people that are in this faction. Yeah, but you, you can't mention on your on your faction. <laughs> But you can't look, mention them without smi- at least it, smiling or smirking, honestly, I should say. Like, but at a at a real realistic look at it, Finstock has won managers of the year, right? He's won a lot of it. He's had champions in his stable before. He has Roca at the lead. He has Barbarian, who we've heard about this whole dossier thing. <laughs> oh yeah. Hashtag and- release the dossier. <laughs> Hashtag release. <laughs> <laughs> who cares about the snyder cut i want to see the dust <laughs> yeah like there's just molly no don't say that they'll come for you i don't care they come I, for I'm me just, anyways i'm i'm extremely interested in what the reason was that they picked him the first round of the draft where they probably could have gotten him in either a round or two later 
and and there were vets on top of vets at that point because the, the exchange had like the fifth or sixth pick of the entire draft and they went with griffin newman so it it intrigues me like this this guy intrigues me even though i know nothing about him like who are you griffin newman <laughs> i mean he could uh, come on the show yeah That's true. Be- yeah Shout him out, guys. Let him know that we want to. Yeah. We want to know who Griffin tell is. Tell us, yo. We want, tell we us want who you know. are and 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 why why, why you're first draft pick. <laughs> um, all right, we had two super chats that have come in real quick. I want to get to them. Mr. Tim Sim has got both of them here. And the first one, he says, "35 rookies that will change the complexion of the showdown as we know it." Yeah, uh, yeah, Absolutely. that's a lot of people. 35 of 96. 35 competitors of 96 are rookies. One third. Is rookie. Um, and then his next one here says, imagine Roxy using Felix's analytics for the entire faction. I mean, Snyder's a sports guy. Uh, she's got, I mean, I know Alex isn't, but. Um, wow. <laughs> I, mean, uh, I mean, video gaming is a sport now, so. Yeah, yeah. She, I, she's got the Barstool guys who are obviously sports guys. Brandon, Hannah, Janine. I mean, they're all people. I mean, imagine analytics being put to those kind of competitors. It could be scary. Yeah. I think Brandon, Hannah's going to do really well too this year i think so too <laughs> i oh, i just realized he, what he meant by snyder cut because <laughs> he spelled it yeah yeah i was like he spelled that wrong and I was like, <laughs> oh, wait, no, he did it. um all right let's let's shift to the uh the the team side of this now and talk about the factions we've talked about factions in the past but let's make our picks um going into the season which faction slash factions and I'm only giving you guys two on this one. Molly only gets one because she's biased to one, obviously. Um, so <laughs> which, which oh, okay, Jill, yes, you only get one as well. Um, how about you make them just pick two that aren't theirs? That's fair. That's we could fair. do that. We could pick yeah, you two. Go, okay, Jill, you pick two that aren't corruption. Molly, you pick two that aren't dungeon. Um, and so Brian, I'll start with you on this one and let them think. No. <laughs> no. Why? Well, I have to mm. Gonna so what we're gonna do is we're, we're gonna we're gonna pick the factions that we think are gonna have the best shot at competing for the faction title at the end of the year. Um, oh, we're picking factions, not teams. Yeah, Correct. so factions, factions, okay. whole factions. The faction that we think is gonna be there at the very end, competing and it's spectacular, very a la corruption and swag, where they were battling until the very last match, essentially, even though it went first. Um, that that kind of like which two or three factions do we see? being there at the very end of the season, competing for the overall point standing. Brian, you start us off. Um, Definitely going to say corruption for the pure fact of their team is almost exactly the same. At least their front, I mean, their front four is scary. (laughs) Yeah. So like that, that alone, like makes you kind of go, well, they won the championship and their team's almost the same. So it'd be kind of stupid in a way to not, not say that. Um, definitely the dungeon. I mean, the dungeon is stacked, <laughs> to say the least. Very stacked. Um, I'm going to pick one that is not... So, because, I mean, I will say... Those two are very, oh, I don't want to say very, but they're lower on the end of new competitors. So uh, I don't, it almost kind of seems fair to pick 
unfair to pick the ones you're familiar with. Um, I will say the stars look really good when you start looking at it. Like they, I mean, they've got some faces that you're like, Oh boy, that could be interesting. Um, especially with their rookies, their rookies are very interesting. Um, yeah, uh, I'm going to say those three, those will be the three that I say. Uh, Jill, I'll go you next. Uh, so obviously other than corruption, cause I can't pick them. Um, I'm going to go with the dungeon and we're all going to pick the dungeon. So let's get the dungeon out of it. Okay. We'll skip the dungeon. Okay. We'll all pick the dungeon. Uh, I'm, I agree with, I think Belford said it. I think the den is the dark horse this season. I think people are overlooking the den. Um, I think they have a real shot of getting up to top faction standings this season. Um, I would also, I could also even argue usual suspects. Like, Mm -hmm. do you look at that top three? You see that top three they have on usual mm-hmm. like that's scary. I and I'm I'm gonna be completely one hundred percent honest. I like looking at the draft of all of these factions. I really don't you I okay. I guess you could argue maybe the Finsock Exchange because they are all rookies, but we also don't know who these rookies are. They could every single one of them could be the next Adam Collins. We don't know. We've never seen them. So I think. All the factions across the board, draft-wise, are pretty freaking even. Personally. <laughs> the, see, okay, <laughs> here's my thing. <laughs> yeah. Here's my thing with the Den and... Uh, who was it? I lost my... Uh, suspects. To me, they're like the biggest question marks. Oh, excuse me. Not the Suspects. A Finstock Exchange. They have probably, arguably, the most rookies on both. So, like, to me, it's just kind of like, I don't know what they're capable of. I There's some faces. I don't, have, I don't even know if they were to be like, which one of these is not a Schmodown competitor? I'd be like, I don't know. So, like, until I start seeing, like, faces and hearing more, because we only interviewed, like, half the rookies. There's still a lot so, of people that we haven't even talked to. So, I, I mean, it's hard for me to pick the Den and Finstock just because it, I don't know very many people yet, but that that could be an advantage to them. Yeah. So, like I said, it could they could have a whole freaking team of Adam Collins. We don't we don't exactly. Know. You know, it's 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 it, it statistically is that possible? Probably not. But I mean, they could all still be a b players you know so it's 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 gonna be interesting molly what about you uh this is hard (laughs) um because like i keep looking back and forth at all their rosters and i'm like well this one's good a little bit this this faction has this person um i do agree that corruption has a lot of the same people that's probably going to give them a slight edge. Um, the stars have a lot of really good people, but I think swag, swag. like could be really sneaky with this. I, I mean, think- they have they have, and obviously we know what's going to happen on on Friday. Like Molly's going to win, but they have Laura and Ace. 
Yeah, they have Laura and Ace, which in a tournament they would they'll they'll destroy uh, Oyama and Harris, Jen Kemp, like I said earlier, Vinny. Yep, I, they're they're gonna be kind of a the the sneaky team that might might take a lead. I could I could definitely see that happening. Um, but with all like we said, with all the rookies in play, it's just it's anyone's game really <laughs> so i'm i'm gonna i gotta talk about my mercs because I, I i really like what koi did during the draft um, excuse me i am a shill you know what i'm a koi shill so whatever um <laughs> but look they, they, they have shazam at the top and i know that teams isn't, isn't starting halfway through the year but both bibs and brendan are extremely good at singles okay there's a lot of teams out there that can play good as teams but can't play good as singles they can they can do both um, and then he was able to grab someone like Demolanta, uh, for star Wars, which could be a big deal right now. Demolanta has a shot at, at least a triple threat, uh, slash title, whatever it may be. Um, and that could be big. I really like the addition of Eric, uh, Whiteley for star Wars and possibly IG. We've heard that he could be very good at IG as well. Uh, that's a big deal. Um, Jesse Swift is a rookie Perry, I think is a steal at, at the point that they got her. In the seventh round, she did very well last year. She obviously upset Kownowski in the singles tournament. Um, and we've also heard a lot about Beth May. Like, nobody's really been yeah. talking about Beth May, but she was, like, the person at the very oh, beginning of all the announcements. List. Add her to my rookies to watch list. Yeah, like, a lot of <laughs> when all the announcements were being made about people inside the draft, she was the very first person announced. Mm-hmm. And that, that says a lot. So uh, I will definitely say the Mercs in – I know we talked about swag a little bit, but I also really like what Roxy did in the draft. Yeah. Personally, I really liked what she did. Um, let's keep in mind that last year she essentially got third place with three players. Yeah. Um, I know that uh, I know that teams again isn't starting halfway through the year, but if Snyder's able to keep up what he did last year in, in singles, that's a big deal. If Andrejko can be there in singles just to get a little points, that's a big deal. Obviously, Alex has the title. We talked about Zach already. And his capability, Brandon Hanna on a different faction could be a big deal for him. Uh, he could be a completely different player. Janine, we talked about Jacoby Bancroft, Felix Moritz, uh, Christina. I mean, th- there's, a, there's a lot of good bones there for that team compared to what she had last year. La- the biggest problem she had is she didn't have depth. She did not have depth. Yeah. And she, now she has depth. She has players who are going to be there all year long and, and competing for at least points. Mm-hmm. Um, and when teams does come back, she currently has two of the four titles or two of the three uh, belts, excuse me. Two of the yep. three belts are or two of the four belts, excuse me. Two of the four belts are a hundred faction. Teams yep. and Star Wars. By the time teams come around, that'll probably be the same. Those matches are worth a lot of points. They're worth yep. a ton of points. And if you keep belts, that's a big deal in the points. She could shoot up the board very quickly. Very quickly. So um, as much as I don't like it, because I also like to hit, like to kind of hate on Roxy sometimes. I think the stars are very, very good. I think yeah. they're very good. Oh yeah. I've never once heard they, you hate on Roxy. I know actually. they've really? got some heavy hitters, man. Really? It's, it's crazy. Okay. Interesting. That choice of words. Yeah, I'm just. Uh, it's. I'm just curious because there's. It's hard to call because there's so many people you just don't know anything about. Like, I mean. <laughs> Um, but yeah it's just i i think i'm just most excited because 
there's so much unknown and that makes it that much more interesting because you don't know what you're going to get. I mean, you have, I'm so excited for the star Wars division this year. Like it's, I'd probably my number one that I'm looking forward to the most this year. I think everybody uh, should have it as their number one. Yeah. So, I mean, it'll every, be the most competitive for sure. Oh, that's for damn sure. <laughs> I just, I'm just so excited for how, you know, what's funny going. about this. And I don't mean to cut you off, Brian, but out of all the conversations we've had tonight, we have yet to mention the number two pick overall or number three pick overall, excuse me. in Thomas Harper, Thomas. I mean, he's, that uh, obviously guy, he's going to do well. That's my brother right there. <laughs> I, I've seen him destroy a Dragon Con. Obviously, yeah. he's going to do well. I just... I picked the den. That's true. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. That's I, I, the only reason I picked Zach over him is because I think Zach could also do well in IG and something like the horror tournament. Maybe even singles. You know, he if he puts his mind to it, he is overall just a huge movie nerd, but absolutely Thomas is going to do very well in Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, Brian, Brian Bailey, don't, don't, uh, don't, don't push him. <laughs> don't push him. <laughs> uh, we did get a stream labs while we, while we were talking there. I do want to make sure I get to this. So about 12 minutes ago uh, from Will Watson, from the great Will Watson. Will. Uh, he had said, Will, just wanted to send in a grateful, a grateful stream lab to the view crew as the season kicks off. And I just have one thing to say. The dungeon will be champions. Will's been helping me study. He's been quizzing me on star Wars and nice lighting a fire under my butt. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, I'm, all right. Well, but, to wrap this up, to wrap up tonight's show, uh, does anybody have any thoughts on what we can expect for season eight uh, players, teams, factions, managers, other than war, chaos other than, other than war and chaos and all that all that good stuff i think we're gonna see a lot of surprises I, with all these rookies i, do too. I, I, concur. Yeah. I concur can i can i also just say i'm excited for the rookie v rookie reactions we're gonna have it's like who are you going for i don't know <laughs> First, yeah i mean that's, that's a good little segue thanks jill so for, for all of you who may have found us during the off season um before the season before last or after last season we do match day reactions to all of the matches. Um, there's obviously going to be a lot. We don't do pay-per-view stuff because we want to make sure that we're watching it live and hanging out and stuff like that. But all the matches that are released on the YouTube channel as premieres, we do reactions uh, 6 o'clock our time here on the channel. So right now, uh, and you'll see us Wednesday, Thursday, Friday doing reactions. It'll probably be a mix of us depending on if all of us can make it. But um, come hang out. See if you can hang along with the, the crew and, and the players uh, but yeah, like Jill said, there's going to be a lot of, yeah, I don't know who's going to win. We're going to have a good time. That's what matters. <laughs> I know. I I mean, like I said, <laughs> two of the people I was looking forward to in IG are playing each other. And I'm like, I hope someone wins. Like, I, that's about as <laughs> I'm not picking. I have no idea. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is going to be, I feel like there's going to be a lot of that this year. Yep. So, uh, Chuck. Jake doesn't always get 27 points. He came last in uh, our last little thing, just throwing that out there. <laughs> and Chuck, you're also wrong. It was actually 17, not 27. So just saying. Um, I think that this season is going to be, even though last season was great, I think that this is really going to be like what the Schmodown is this year. 
Like it's going to really define itself this year because we have more depth in players and divisions. Like each division is running strongly. Like last year, we had eight Star Wars play players. They played the tournament. It was great. But now, like each division is at full strength, and we have champions with the belts and people competing for the belts right away. And even though teams isn't going until halfway through the year, keep in mind last year they only played about halfway through the year anyway. Um, so it was very similar. Uh, I, I really do think that this is going to be like, if, if we're to look back 10 years from now or 10 years and be like, what was the great year of Shimona? Like, when did it really become itself? I feel like this year might be that year because everything is just a full go. Everything is just a full go. What's the first belt to fall? IG. IG. So, and we don't know when a single, <laughs> single belt is coming, but... <laughs> Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, we can make our predictions now cause we're not going to be on the rest of the, the week, but Mar I'm taking Mara in that match. Oh, Mara. Yeah. Mara Absolutely. for sure in that match. It's, it's the M's for me. Molly and Mara. The M's. It's an M the, party. It's a dungeon. Dun fest. I'm calling it dungeon sweep. And here, here's the crazy thing too. Dungeon could, they could, what is it? They could walk away with around I 12 mean, points on Friday if they win both matches. Same thing for swag. So yeah, they can, they can walk away with over 10 points if they win both matches. Yeah, either faction. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> Don't jinx it. But also, yes, root for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to wrap up uh, this week's episode of POV. Uh, to everyone who's been watching, or if you made this your first time, we usually do this show on Sunday. Uh, so you'll check us out next Sunday. Uh, for the main show as we uh, recap everything that happened on the pay-per-view. Um, you also might see our faces on Friday night if we decide to do something after Molly's match. Who knows? Um, we'll see. Uh, but until then... Uh, actually, wait. One last thing. We No, they're not going to see you until your birthday. <gasps> so, birthday? No, they'll see me Friday. Word. No, we're not... Okay, whatever. I, don't, <laughs> I thought... No, not, not even... Not just no, I'm talking about people people watching. Oh, they're not going to see you. They'll see me Sunday. Okay. Is your birthday Sunday? Oh, my birthday's Monday. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, they'll see me before my birthday. Brian just wanted to shout out when Jake's birthday is. I I just wanted to make him mad because he hates his birthday. So, yeah. 100%. I'm chill. I'm chill. Okay. We'll see how I feel on Sunday, but I'm chill. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bart, before we get out of here, uh, Molly, where can everyone uh, find you online? Uh, you can find me nowhere because I am studying. <laughs> Leave me alone. No, <laughs> just kidding. I don't need to study. Studying is for losers. Nerds. Kidding. <laughs> also Nerds. kidding. Uh, everyone should study. Um, at Molly Damon on Twitter and Twitch, which maybe I'll get back on Twitch whenever I'm not studying Star Wars. Um, <laughs> That'll be a couple months. Yeah. And uh, me and Alex are over on Star Wars Explained all the time, every, every day. Uh, you're probably sick of us talking about Star Wars by now. Because no, you talk about Marvel now, too. That's true. You can also find us um, on Twitch every Friday for the next foreseeable future. Uh, we're talking about WandaVision, talking about uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier when that comes out on our new show called Explain It to Me. Jake, they're just stealing our shtick. <laughs> you know what? Hey, they, they get more views than us, so it's we like, what can, do? what can we do? <laughs> what can we do? 
<laughs> but yeah, that's over on Alex's Twitch, twitch.tv slash Alex Damon Life. Uh, Brian. Uh, B of Alcino on Twitter and this place. <laughs> Jill. Uh, Jill and Marie, Twitter and Instagram, two Y's, two E's. Uh, also possibly going to do a stereo with Sean once we're done burying our heads in Star Wars for the next couple weeks. So we'll see. Do that. If you do, you'll find out on my Twitter. So follow it. It's a fun time. <laughs> Uh, at Qui-Gon Jake all over the socials, two ends because someone else took it before I did, um, here every week. And uh, Apocalypse Movies because Brian did forget to say that. Uh, no, I left there. it for you so we weren't repeating the same thing. We're over there. <laughs> Dude, the more it's out there, the more people are going to see it, Brian. Maybe they weren't listening when, when Okay, fine. Uh, Apocalypse Movies. Apocalypse <laughs> Movies Weekly. Uh, do a weekly show. Also do Marvel recaps even though Molly and Alex took it from us, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> also, uh, Down POV on Twitter, right above Jill, uh, Streamlabs, um, for any questions, comments, also, guys, uh, if you missed it, we hit a thousand subscribers on YouTube, Woo-hoo! and you can also send in your super chats with questions and stuff like that if you would like to. Um, and then, if you want more POV content, which includes watch-alongs and uh, after ho- after show hangouts, um, more reactions, uh, ha- stuff that has to do with happy hour. If you want to be involved in happy hour, hit that Patreon link. Um, you guys can check out a tier of what interests you the most. And I'm oh god, you, where do you guys find out the next dream? Our next happy hour is going to be great. Also, the next watch along will probably be a lot of fun. So look out for that. Um, and I think that is everything. Uh, yeah, we will be back later this week um, after the pay per view, and uh, we'll be officially a go on season eight, guys. So again, to everyone watching, thank you guys so much uh, for Molly, Brian, Jill, and myself. We are POV. Uh, Thank you to our mods. Thank you to the view crew. And thank you for everyone watching. And we will see you guys next time. Bye.